All right, welcome folks to uh, Cracking the Restaurant Labor Crunch, another episode here that's going to be really good because we're going to be able to touch on a lot of different aspects. I am Jamie Oichel from runningrestaurants.com, going to bring you to Nick Fosberg from Fozzie's and Barn Restaurant Success in just a second. Before I do that, I want to thank our Diamond uh, sponsor for the whole event, for the whole project, and that is Performance Food Service, and they are at performancefoodservice.com. Uh, Nick, Nick is awesome. This is going to be fun, man. I always enjoy talking to you. You bring, you bring kind of just a different way of just hitting people with the real, real information. So you have a location in Chicago area. You open up a new location in Tennessee somewhere. You can tell me about that. What is it like to find people in your business right now, man? Um, you know, it, it, I don't want to say it's, it, it is obviously more challenging, but I have found some easier ways to go about finding staff over my competition and talking to friends that are in, in the business. And it, mm. it all really comes down to spending more money uh, to, to get those, uh, to get those staff members. So I can, you know, I could either dive into the technology that I'm using or, you know, let me know what you want me to dive into first, but I could, you know, kind of explain what's been working really well, especially with cooks. Um, bartender servers really hasn't been too hard because we've kept most of our staff we don't see much turnover there, but uh, over the last six months, we have been seeing more turnover with, with cooks um, and with opening a new location uh, about four months ago. Um, you know, we had to bring on 40 some new staff members for front of house, back of house. <clears throat> well, let's, let's go to the new location. Cause I think I, I feel like that maybe is a, is a giant challenge to go grab 40 people in a marketplace that, that there's already people are in jobs and they're already looking for jobs. So let's talk about the new place. What did you do to get uh, the key people? Uh, what did you do to fill in all the rest? Yeah, so really, I mean, we're more of a bar than we are a restaurant. Um, and as you probably know, and as you know, others probably know, when the new spot comes to town, a lot of people want to go work at the new place because it's going to be busy and people mm. have that uh, intention that they're going to make more money. Um, so I think any new place that's open that has a good background, that has great marketing, that has a great concept, that has a good, cool, upbeat, fun atmosphere is going to have an advantage, you know, to get those employees. What we did down there uh, was pretty much we just used Facebook uh, to, to we ran ads saying, hey, we're opening. We built an email list ahead of time, a, a, a early VIP uh, email list where pretty much we were giving people 50% off one menu item, um, you know, before we opened. And we said, before we open, hey, we're, we're going to give you 50% off on your food, good for two weeks, reservation only. Um, so what we did was we were able to utilize that list. I'm not trying to get into marketing, but I'm just trying to explain how we were able to, you know, get 40 some staff members. But we utilized that list letting people know, hey, we're getting closer to open. We're looking for front of house, back of house. If you know anybody that's interested, um, we took them to a page of our hiring page where uh, we put a link and said, hey, you know, you can copy paste this, put it on your Facebook page or just tell your friends, go to Fozzie'sApp.com. Um, and we got a lot of applications that way. And then uh, so that, that was one way, utilizing our pre-built email list uh, and text list to you know, the new customers that we we're soon to have. And then we just used Facebook uh, applications, uh, which worked great for there, but does not work so well for our existing location that we've had for the last, you know, two, three years, um, which we can dive into that here in a little bit and talk about a better way. Um, but pretty much, yeah, it was just Facebook applications that we got to come through. And then we told everybody that we interviewed who we liked. We says, you know, usually people who, 
um, are good and, you know, has a good attitude, bubbly, good, good personality. That's what I was looking for. That word um, typically hangs out with other people that have good personalities. So yeah. we kind of did a referral type system and just said, Hey, you know, if you got any friends, you got any family members, we are hiring more people. Um, people always like to work with their friends and, 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 you know, what have you. So we're able to also get some referrals that way as well. Um, and that's really all we did for the new location. So it was much, much easier. We were trying to hire people, you know, about two months beforehand, which we saw was kind of difficult because when people are looking for a job, they need it now. Not like, that's Hey, right. I'm looking for a job for two months from now. So we were, I was very worried, you know, going into this like shit, you know, we're hearing all this news, there's shortages and this and that with people working, people are collecting free money and, and, you know, they don't want to work. Um, so I got really, really worried. I'm like, man, what are we going to do? And then finally, like the last two weeks before we opened, we just got slammed with tons of applications and stuff because people were ready to leave their other jobs to come to the new spot. Or, you know, we found people who are actually looking for a job right then and there. Um, if you want me to dive into, if you think more of your listeners are more obviously existing owners who are looking for help now, I can kind of dive into what's really, really been working now that is something new that I've just been doing over the last six months than what I had ever done in the previous 12 years that I've owned. Yeah, I do. Well, good. I want to, I want to come back to that in about a, in about a minute or so. Okay. Uh, I want to talk about a, a couple of things that are interesting there. You talk about the advantage of being the new place. It's different. It's exciting. People think they can make more money. Um, good point. And then uh, similarly, and I think this would relate to your existing place. Yes, being new is fun, but also being that place that people look at is, hey, that's a cool place. Or we, we've talked a little bit in a, in a couple of these other sessions about being the employer of choice, having that culture. That is an, that is an inherent advantage when people need to choose where to go, like be a good place and have good people. And so uh, very interesting to use the email. Um, uh, you know, you're, you're, you were doing two things, right? You were trying to get customers, but also very smartly, you took that email list and you said, you people are customers, but you may know, you may yourself want to pick up some shifts or you may know people bah, 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 that want to work. So that was a really good way to get some, some traction. Yeah. And, and let me say one other thing that I didn't talk about, and please don't opt in to, to come and work for us if people are watching this. But I think something you guys should do is check out Fozzy's F-O-Z-Z-Y-S app.com, A-P-P-F-O-Z-Z-Y-S app.com. Um, that is the video that I put out on Facebook um, and that we took people to. And it's pretty much I had a videographer come in and interview me about how I do business, my background. And then I also took, I think it's six employees or no, four or five employees that have worked for me since we opened some that worked at my other locations for the last nine years. I had my manager on there just telling them about what the experience is like working for us. Um, so there's testimonials with them talking about what they like about working for me as a person, also for the brand Fozzies. Um, and then the other thing that I did within that video and that I do is we give everybody a raise at 60 days, 180 days and 365 days. So I told people that we want people to know that they have the opportunity to grow. And I tell them, Hey, that's if you're showing up to work, you're not slacking off, you do a good job, we're going to pay you more money. Um, so I always like to tell people that you're going to get three raises within the first year. And it's not 10 cents, 15 cents. It's typically a dollar, $2. If someone's going to bring someone in and they're a value to my business, I want to take care of them because I don't want, uh, um, overturn of staff, right? Staff overturn. I want to be able to keep people for two, three, four, five, six years. Um, and by doing it, you pay them well and you show your appreciation for them 
for doing a good job for you, um, which is why, you know, we are able to keep bartenders and servers much longer. Cooks are a little bit different, different story, um, you know, but we're starting to dial that in a little bit better as well with our, uh, with our chefs. So I'm going to, I'm going to personally go check out that video and I want to encourage everyone to go, go check it out because video is such a great tool to do it. Everybody talks about how can I, you know, convey my brand? Well, I mean, Nick, Nick is great at this stuff and took the extra level and get a videographer. But if you don't want to do that, grab your phone, right? Grab your little, grab your little studio in your pocket, shoot a few things with you, your staff, like tell your story. And, and that's going to attract people to you. No question about it. No question about it. So check that out. All right, let's get into that existing piece. So your Chicagoland restaurant, more established. You guys, I know you had a whole bunch of uh, more restrictions there that I, I, we don't need to get into that. I know you, Nick, was, he was, he was, he's in the media. He's, he's, uh, he's got jab, 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 punch in that battle. But uh, that's, a, that's yeah. another, another story. Um, how, how are you finding people there? What uh, different techniques are you using? Um, so the one big thing that, worked really, really well with Facebook before is you were able to target people based on age and gender and all kinds of stuff, right? Now they got rid of that. I don't know, maybe a year ago, year and a half ago, maybe it's even been two years. I, I lose track of, of time. Uh, but now you have to go after a very broad audience from 18 to 65 plus male, female, you can't target. So you can't really say, hey, we're looking for this job and target the exact type of demographics of people you want to go after. Um, so Facebook started not working as well. We we're getting applications. We we're still doing the job applications on there and we still use it just to see what will trickle in from it. Um, but we don't get the best candidates from that. What's been working really, really well, um, which I advise everybody to do, costs you a little bit more money, but it saves a lot of headaches um, and you get much, much more qualified people is Indeed.com. Now, when I first started using Indeed, um, pretty much we were just, uh, you know, putting out a post and paying 25 bucks a day. It's weird. Cause in Illinois where I'm at, I can pay, I can say, Hey, I want to spend X amount of dollars per day, get whatever applications I can get to come in. When I started doing this in Tennessee, they're charging me $30 per application. Um, so I don't know why the difference, um, I reached out to the support, didn't hear anything back from them, but anyways, what, I found there was, I started getting better qualified leads with that. Well, mm -hmm. in Tennessee, when I first opened, I went through, um, we're now on our third kitchen manager. All right. And we're almost on nine, <laughs> 90 days of being open. Uh, yeah. Kitchen's been somewhat of a mess. And we kind of figured that that was going to happen. It's always the hardest part to get up and going. New one we have now is just kicking ass, does very, very well. Uh, very happy with her. She's going to be with us for a very long time. Um, what I did to get her to find more qualified people was you can actually pay in a subscription fee with Indeed. And I never knew this before until a couple months ago. Um, you can pay the subscription fee for $100 a month at the time of this recording. Um, and now you're able to pinpoint and say, okay, I'm looking for people who have chef or kitchen manager or whatever within their profile is, is their name, whatever. Um, and you are then able to send them emails through Indeed. Now, the cool thing about Indeed is when you sign up and you're looking for a job, you put, you know, the types of jobs you're looking for, what's your position or profession, I should say. Um, and anytime you get a job application, that is going to pop up and send you an email that all these different places are hiring for a cook, for a server, for a bartender, if you're in that category. However, if you pay for the service, it sends them an email saying, hey, Fozzie's Bar and Grill is interested in hiring you for this specific a job post. So what I was able to do in the kitchen was target people who had X amount of years of kitchen management experience. 
And I got four very qualified people to reach out um, who had been kitchen managers, chefs for at least 10 plus years. I interviewed those people and, you know, went with the right people that we wanted to, to go with. Um, so Indeed works out really well. Um, and then to add to that, you know, you got to, today, you got to spend more money. Um, I am paying in my market, which is high. Um, we're starting our cooks off. If, if, you know, they don't have much experience, I'm starting them off at 17, some at 18, some at 19 bucks an hour. Uh, the ones that have great experience and then they're getting a dollar an hour raise within 60 days, considering they learn the menu, they can work the line, they know all the positions and what have you. Um, little more than I, I want to do. However, I have increased my menu prices uh, twice in the last six months. Have to because food costs are going up, labor costs are going up. The only thing you can do is increase your prices. Now, I know that scares owners. What I did and what I've always done anytime I've increased prices is I put a letter, I laminate it, put it on every single table, make 10 to 20 of them for the bar so the bartenders can hand them out. It's a letter from me to my customers explaining why we're doing it. And it's, hey, our costs have increased. This has increased. I'm sure you've seen these increases at the gas station. I'm sure you've seen them at the grocery store. I'm sure you're seeing them on your energy bills. Um, you know, and we got to increase our prices. We hate to do that. Trust me. We wish our, our food vendor would knock our prices down by 50% because then I would lower my prices by 50%, but that's not going to happen. So when you explain the reason to why mm -hmm. behind what you're doing and educate people, they will understand it. Now, some people that are cheap aren't going to come in and that, that's life. It is, it is what it is. Not everybody is your customer, but when your costs go up, you have to increase your costs unless you want to make less money. You know, if you're happy making less money, don't, don't change your, your prices. Um, but we pay more. And that's also how you keep your staff, especially these cooks. They will go and leave somewhere for an extra 50 cents to a buck. I want to pay an extra two to $3 to my cooks because I don't want to worry about the kitchen. I hate dealing with the kitchen. I don't want to deal with it at all. I would much rather pay good cooks that are going to stick around for long periods of time. You know, if I'm paying extra, uh, you know, three, let's just say another three extra cooks, another couple bucks an hour or more, and they're all working 30 hours a week, you know, uh, I'm, I'm paying them an extra six times three, 180 bucks a week. Even if it's $300 extra a week, 1200 bucks a month, it's worth it to me to have those headaches off of my shoulders. But when you're also increasing your food prices, that is also making up for that difference, you know? So it's just, it's, you just got to think strategically about it. And if you're going to pay more, which you should to keep people and to get people, mm -hmm. um, you got to increase your prices with it as well. Hey, Nick, let me ask you a question, man. So uh, I, I agree hundred percent. I mean, keep, pay, pay good people well and, and, and build that loyalty. What about uh, those, uh, $500, $700, $200 incentives, you know, people can jump ship just to grab the bonuses. Did you do anything for existing staff or did you do any referrals for your staff? Bring someone in. I, I did. So I got really desperate at one time because we were only down to three cooks. This was about six months ago before I was ever using Indeed. And, um, you know, we really needed somebody bad and uh, to help our head cook. You know, my head cook was working seven days a week. Loyal to me, he's been with me for eight years, wasn't going anywhere. And I sent a, we have a Facebook group for our staff members that are all in there. And I offered 500 bucks to them for anybody that they could, any cook that they could find with at least three years experience in that last 90 days. Mm -hmm. um, and we were able to get all the staff reached out. Hey, Fozzie's Bar and Grill is looking for cooks starting at this amount. 
and also put so you know uh, the hours that we were looking for the shifts that we were looking for or the days of the week that we really needed people so then that way it weeded out people you know i just didn't want a general message hey father bar and grills looking for cooks x amount of dollars per hour um you know send me a message and i'll get you in contact with the owner i, I didn't want to deal with a bunch of people because i think at that time we're looking for nights is what we needed so i was is very very descriptive of exactly what we're looking for because i didn't want to talk to a bunch of people i only want to talk to the people who are qualified to be able to fill the position that we we're looking for. So that's just a little piece of advice. If you want to save a lot of time, be as detailed as possible mm, yeah. for exactly what you're looking for, or you're going to spend a shit ton of time on the phone talking to people that, or, you know, sitting in front of people, let alone 25% of them, 50% of them are going to show up. You're sitting there waiting on them. So it's, you know, really weed out the people that are, you know, just looking for the, be descriptive as possible. So you find exactly who you're looking for is really what I'm getting at. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Kind of pre pre-screen them out. If they're, if, if it's not a fit, they're not going to bother. So let's do a couple other things. Um, and one other thing I'll say too, and I, I don't know if people will take value from this or not, but this has happened to me twice with me putting out Facebook posts and also using indeed I'm paying a couple dollars more per hour. I've had friends of mine who own bars, restaurants around me say, man, you know, joking with me but also i could tell upset in a way man my cooks are talking about leaving me coming to work for you because they see your indeed post well they're getting these notifications right because they're under the category of cooks so i'm not going after them it's just when you go on indeed all the people who have been signed up to indeed is a applicant they all get messaged even if they have jobs elsewhere um so they're seeing you know that we're paying 17 18 bucks an hour starting He's like, I got these guys at 15. Now they want to leave. And I got to, now I got to pay them an extra two, three bucks to keep them. Um, so that has happened to me twice. Not that they were mad at me, but I just told them, Hey, I can't get anybody. That's what I'm offering. You know, if your cooks see it, they see it. Um, but not that I was out pinpoint. I would never, ever, ever go pouch anybody because I know I would, that's happened to me and I know how it makes me feel. <laughs> um, and so that's, that's, you know, yeah, it's, it's an interesting tool because in, in the, in the past stuff like that was buried, you know, deep in the, the recesses of, of somewhere else. So you couldn't see it, but now, you know, I, the, when you, when you talk about it for a second, I thought about Zillow. Zillow hits me every single freaking day. Do you want to buy a house? I'm not looking to buy a house, but because I'm in their system, ping, 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 ping. And so yeah. I'm, I'm guessing that that app does the same thing. They're in their system and it just gives them a notification. Hey, there's a place nearby. They have an ad. And so people see it and it's out there. So you can't, you can't stop them from, from seeing it. So, so it's a different, it's a, yeah, you're, you're not, you're not trying to poach, but, but, but it happens. Uh, Nick, you're a big tech guy. Any other tech secrets uh, or tools you've used recently to streamline costs, operations, a scheduling thing, an inventory thing, anything you found useful to kind of take some labor off the table even? Yeah, let me let me get into that in a second. There's one thing I just want to mention for a real life episode that I went through just yesterday of losing one of our best cooks uh, who started with us about three months ago, who I didn't want to lose, uh, who called me while I was on vacation this last week saying he was putting in his two weeks. Luckily, we we're able to keep him. Um, if you have people that are good and they're wanting to leave and you have no clue why, um, sit down and talk to the people to find out what it is and how you can keep them. And it had nothing to do with pay. It had something to do with a few things that were going on in our kitchen that our head kitchen manager wasn't kind of overseeing um, where there was just miscommunication with some of the other guys telling other people what to do and what have you. Long story short, we were able to keep him because I sat down. I says, Hey, before you leave, I just want to sit down and find out what it is. You know, 
if we don't know about these issues, we can't fix them. Obviously, there's something broken where, you know, you're happy with your pay, mm-hmm. you're happy with our kitchen manager, but you're not happy about something else that's going on in the kitchen. I want to know what that is. So one, we could fix that because if you're not happy with it, the next guy we bring in probably isn't going to be happy with it. And our goal is to keep people long term. So I need you to help me make this stuff better because if I don't know about it, I can't fix it. So that's just another piece of advice I want to throw out there to, you know, any owners where if you're losing people, find out why, you know, sit down with them and, hey, I understand if you want to leave or you got a better opportunity, whatever it is, what is it that would make this place better, more fun? Um, whatever to work at more enjoyable, find out what that stuff is. Listen to your employees. Even if you're not losing people um, every quarter, I'm sending out an email. I do a Google form and uh, we put it in our Facebook group Mm -hmm. and we always have the staff tell us, you know, what are some things we could do different? Um, What are some, some, some things that you notice that could be changed, fixed, or if you got a better, easier, faster way of doing it, like get feedback from your staff, to find out how you can make their jobs a little bit better and easier. Um, And that goes a long way. And they also see that you actually give a shit about it, right? That you're listening to them and that you care enough about their opinions within your business. And it brings kind of everybody together. Um, But we've done that for quite a while, three, four years, five years now. Um, And people love that because they feel like they're a part of the business or a part of the business decisions. Do we do every little thing? No, but I sit down and talk with each person about it. And if it doesn't work, I explain the reason behind it because sometimes they don't understand business or why we can't do certain things a certain way. Um, so that's just another little piece of advice. Um, yeah, well, it's, it's a real good one. Uh, both, both aspects of that. The feedback is really good because a lot of people don't, don't, don't do it, don't do it enough. And then when someone says they want to leave, your first reaction is a lot of times, fine, whatever. Obviously, you know, screw you, right? Whatever. Yeah. Uh, but, but especially these days, you don't maybe don't want to lose them. So that that idea, sitting down, finding out the why. One, you, you do want to know why in case there's something else. But man, you re, you recaptured that that dude, right? I mean, yeah. like, yeah, he, he's yeah. still with us. Um, yeah. And as I say, we're gonna work work on this together. And um, we've always done a monthly uh, front of house meeting, but we've never done a back of house meeting because my head kitchen guy, he's just he's always just taking care of stuff and things run smooth and no issues. But now that I see this, I told him, hey, we're going to start doing a, a monthly kitchen meeting, get all the guys together. It's all about communication, you know, um, and figuring out, you know, the, the things that that aren't working or that could be fixed or that could be uh, improved, you know. So that's going to be something that we're going to do just to make sure all the cooks back of house are all on the same page and everyone's working in line with each other and everybody understands their role and who's in charge of what and, and what have you. Yeah. Well, we're, we're, we're running long. Our format is around uh, 20 minutes, but I, I love, I love where we're going. So I want to go give you a few more minutes, whether okay. it's talk about tech, talk about closing, t- uh, closing thoughts, parting thoughts, you as an operator, you as a, as a restaurant consumer, what do you, what, what else, what else would you add here? Yeah. So one thing, a piece of software that I've been using for quite a while, but a big thing that I noticed with opening up the new location down South that I feel a lot of existing places probably go through is, you know, you always feel like your staff isn't doing what they're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're upset with them and you feel like they're idiots and whatever it may be. And they just, they just don't listen. Well, one thing I learned when I felt this way uh, years ago, reading the book, the E-Myth by Michael Gerber is if your employees are not doing a good job, if they're not following your directions, there's obviously a reason why. And it's probably because you don't have the right system or process in place for them to follow it, to do it the exact way that you want them to do it. You could show them once and 
think that they're going to remember. That's never going to happen. People, it's a repetitive process. One thing that I have figured out to fix this, and yes, it's a pain in the ass. It's not fun work to do it first, but once you do it, it's done almost forever until you make little tweaks here and there. But it's a system called Jolt. I'm sure, I think you and I have probably talked about Jolt. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah. Um, but if you looked at Jolt restaurant software, I mean, we use it for, it's only uh, 50, 75 bucks a month, something like that. But we use it for all of our opening, closing checklists, all of our daily cleaning for bartenders, for servers. Um, we're starting to do all of our training. So I'm bringing in a videographer to show for our cooks to go through every single menu item of exactly how to make it, how we want our burgers done, how to plate it, everything, get a video. So when we bring on a new cook, we can give them this, mm. this format of a checklist, but it has all the videos and everything in it. And as they watch the video, you can ask questions underneath that they actually have to answer. So we're also using this for training our cooks. We just got done setting up an onboarding, a five-day onboarding system for servers where servers have to go through. I created all these short little videos just from my uh, my computer, showing our menu online, just asking certain questions, whatever it may be, or telling them about our menu. And then there's all these, there's like 20, 25 questions down below that grades them. Um, and all those reports and everything then come back to us. Uh, we put our POS uh, test in there, our menu test, our sauces test, everything is in there. What they need to know about our loyalty program. So we got five different days of onboarding and our onboarding is mainly focused on the POS system in our main menu. Cause my goal in the very first week is to get that server, to get that bartender, to really know the POS system, the loyalty program um, and our menu. And then we're going to start working on a week two of just other general stuff that they need to know. Um, but yeah, Jolt is a great piece of software that will give clarity to them because there's an actual checklist that they actually have to do. Now, one of the features that I love most about it is, you know, people can just go in there and check things off and, oh, it's done. Well, one thing that we do is to hold accountability. If they're not held accountable and they can just check things off, they're never going to do it, right? So one of the things we do for accountability is we always have a lead server. That lead server is responsible for all the servers underneath them who are getting off before them. That lead server is to sign them out to make sure on that, to make sure that all that's done. If it's not, that falls on the lead server's issue. And so there's no bitching, complaining, oh, so-and-so didn't do this, so-and-so didn't do that. Because our answer is you're to check them out. It's your responsibility. Don't complain to us. That's on you to double check their stuff. The other option that I like with it too, is if you want something clean, like for instance, our walls by our garbage cans sometimes get ketchup and shit all over the walls. Well, we want to get those cleaned. So instead of just putting a check mark on there, we actually have them take a picture of it and they can do it with mm. their phone or they can do it with the iPad that we have, but says in order to check that thing off, they have to actually take a picture of that wall. Um, yeah. So that's another thing that holds account accountability as well. So that's a great piece of software. I know, a lot of employees leave certain places from what I've heard from people um, is just not managed well, unorganized. And, you know, a lot of these owners are just hiring people. Hey, here you go. Here, here's our menu. And here's uh, here's the POS system. You know, it gives them a quick 30 minute runaround. All right, go take tables. And that's it. From what I from what I hear and also kind of from what I've noticed. Sure. So the more structured, organized you can be the happier it's actually going to make people because it's going to give them the the directions on how to do their job correctly. Um, and the less complaining and stuff you got to do with people and it just makes everybody happier. You're going to be busier. Place is going to be cleaner. Uh, so yeah, that's a piece of software that I think works out well to keep and maintain your staff and also to make your life easier.
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I love everything about that. The, the pictures, the, the accountability and so forth. So really good stuff there. Uh, on the, on the screen, Fozzie's listed bar and restaurant success is listed, but give them the web addresses or the social or uh, what, where, where can they find you? Um, yeah. If, like I said, for the, for, for what we're doing here, I think the biggest thing that they can maybe learn from is checking out that Fozzie's app.com. Um, and if they want to check out my website, barrestaurantsuccess.com, they can. Um, you know, I used to be in the consulting business, still in with a few past clients, um, not really doing it now, maybe in the future, but help with marketing promotions, all that. But there's a lot of blog post stuff on there. I don't post as frequently as I, you know, used to before in the past because uh, I'm in the process of actually franchising Fozzie's and nice, um, opening nice. up more locations. So our third location we're planning on getting started on in the next six to eight months. Um, and that's kind of my goal from there is, you know, build 10, 20 of these with partners and, or through franchising. Um, and so, yeah, that, that's kind of the, the, the future for me. <laughs> yeah, man, that, that's, that, that's fun. I know, I know you're, I know you're enjoying it. I knew that new location was a, was a boon success and, and, and what you can see, uh, Nick thinks this stuff out really well. And he's literally, literally he's marketing. He won't, he won't say it. So I'll say it for him. He's a marketing guru. <laughs> he's stuffing the stuff that's in his head is really good. So check out his content on the site, check out what they're doing uh, and learn from what they're doing. I, I appreciate you, Nick, as always, man. This is Jamie Oikel from runningrestaurants.com along with Nick Fosberg of Fozzie's and Barn Restaurant Success. Thank you again to our uh, diamond sponsor, Performance Food Service. They are at performancefoodservice.com. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Nick. All right, thanks, Jamie.